Disclaimer. Explain It Me is a podcast hosted by two adults who drink in the safety of their own home. If you're joining in on the fun while listening, please drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and know your limits. Stay safe and have fun. As you listen to episodes, you may hear us make mistakes like names of films, actors and actresses, as well as other unrelated facts. Please remember that we are both intoxicated while making the show and are aware of these mishaps. Please do not yell at the podcast while listening. We cannot hear you. I'm two and a half wines in. <laughs> I feel red. Can we get back to the movie, please? Kiss confusion. We've just cried to a joke that's not funny, where Stephanie confused gigolos with juggalos. Now, would you prefer to have sex with a male gigolo? Or a juggalo? Who is dressed as a clown. Oh, God. (laughs) Or would you prefer to have sex with a male juggalo who's dressed as a gigolo? How do you dress like a gigolo? You got to get that slicked back hair. Got that polo? They don't all look like popping. that. I'm referring. I'm to- just refer. I, I just see fucking Jersey Shore guys. No, no, no. That's a Guido. Listen, Juggalo. I'm basing the Juggalo look on the people on the TV show that is on Showtime right now. For well, anybody else seen who's it. suffering through this pandemic and is watching I don't have whatever is on cable, fancy cable like you do. Oh, fancy cable. <laughs> fancy You're right. Cable. You rich people. I'm shit. so rich because I have fucking cable. That is rich people shit. <laughs> Listen, I pay for, I don't pay for shit, so I can't say anything. I pay for my uh, PlayStation subscriptions. That's about it. That is my nice. PlayStation. PlayStation. I have a Switch membership because I'm basic and I play nothing but Animal I, Crossing. I think mine expired already. <laughs> uh, everybody who's listening to this podcast, welcome to Explain It Me, a podcast where two drunk bitches try to... Tell the story of a movie they've seen that is very complicated in plot. And I have to tell you that today's episode is no different than any other. Because I watched this movie maybe seven months ago. And I still don't know what it's about. And I can't tell you what it's about. And I have no fucking idea what it's about. We are about to retell the story of the movie The Game. The 1997 thriller starring Michael Douglas with a synopsis that goes by after a wealthy banker is given an opportunity to participate in a mysterious game. His life is turned upside down when he becomes unable to distinguish between the game and reality. Oh, does it end in a game over? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) every game ends. So if you mean that the game is a metaphor for life, then no. But um, R.I.P. No. Okay. So yeah, I saw this movie because actually uh, I watched as a child 101 scariest movie scenes on Bravo TV around the time Halloween came along, and it is featured on that list. And I had sworn that I would see every movie on that list. I haven't yet, but the game is featured on there. I don't know what number or remember what number. So 
I mean, I can't tell again because I don't have cable. I know. Because as we've already established in, from the first test episode, <laughs> Stephanie's not good with names, faces, anything that comes with like... No, no, no. I'm good with faces. But you I, don't know names. I'm horrible with names. I'm pretty decent at movie titles. Okay. Well, um, let's start a picture. Ready? Let's start a, a memory in your... Not a memory. Um... Let's start with... Let's paint a picture. Let's paint a picture. <laughs> Let's paint a picture. Draw, sketch. Yeah, okay. Finger so paint that think shit. Think about home movies from like the 1950s or 60s, whenever color was a thing in pictures. I am drunk and I don't know what year colors came. So... Later. <laughs> no, not possible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. This movie came out in 1997. Don't Google it. I'm going to fucking Google You're it. You're cheating. You're cheating. All right. While she Googles it, which is cheating, I'm going to start off with the picture. So we start off with a home movie, a uh, home video of a birthday party. Assumably, assumingly, it is the main character who 1907. Wait, no, that's actual pictures, pictures. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it is um, Michael Douglas's birthday party because the movie is set around Michael Douglas in general and his birthday. So okay, nineteen fifties color film. See, I, I hold said on. That what about mainstream? Also fifties. Okay, Michael Douglas is having a birthday party. His birthday party is being home movie made. <laughs> Who <Yes>. is Michael Douglas? <laughs> Michael Douglas is famous because he said he got throat cancer from eating at his wife's pussy. Is he the one that gets his dick chopped off in that Christ movie? No, that's Willem Dafoe, boo. <laughs> Different man. Close enough. Not no. even close. All right. Google. <laughs> See, Wait, I'm is, not looking up Willem this Dafoe, This is what right? I mean. No, you're looking at Michael Douglas. He is a famous person because his father is also famous. What's his father's name? I can't remember. I want to say Chris Douglas, but that's not right. Oh, okay. I got you. What's his dad's name? What's his dad's name? Michelle Douglas. No. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Children. No, no, no. Parents. Kirk. Kirk Douglas, right. Well, he has siblings, and his siblings' names are Joel, Eric, and Peter. Thank you for telling me the Douglas family tree. (laughs) Can we get back to the movie, please? We have not even started. (laughs) So, what else was he in? Oh, Jesus Christ. He's in Wall... I almost said Walmart. Wall Street, (laughs) the movie. Um, He's in... um, Fatal Attraction, one of my sister's favorite movies... Which is so fucking crazy, but it's a good movie. The 90s were full of erotic thrillers. I know I'm a 90s baby, so technically I'm a millennial child, but I grew up with a we're lot not of... Gen Z? No, we're millennials, bitch. Gen Zs, they're 10 <clears throat> years younger or than X us. or some shit, I don't fucking know. Anymore. All right, start off, with, changing. start off with a home video of a birthday party. Sad birthday party. Nobody looks like they're having fun. We is skip- there sound? Um, no, it's just like the sound of like movies rolling, like in a film reel almost. Okay. I believe. Is this over the intro credits? P- possibly. It's so long ago, I don't remember. <laughs> so skip to modern time. It is the main character. His name is Nicholas or Nick. It's his birthday, birthday the same day that it was his birthday party, which was also his birthday. 37 Past, years before? present. We're in the modern <clears throat> time. Somebody calls for lunch, and we find out that his younger brother is played by Sean Penn. His name is Conrad. 
real rich, real, real expensive, okay? His name's Conrad. We'll call him Brad. Uh, they meet at a restaurant, and his brother used to buy crystal meth from the waiter because that's what he tells him. He's like, I used to buy crystal meth from that waiter. Oh, Sean Penn pays Conrad. Yeah, Sean Penn pays. Plays, pays. Plays Conrad. So, like I said, my character is named I, Nikki. Stephanie, remember when we were kids and I made you watch 13, the coming-of-age film about two girls who, like, suck dick and do a lot of drugs and they're only 13? And it's shot yes. in, like, blue light because yes. that's what that director does? I do. So the friend who is being taken care of by a guardian, she uh, has, like, plastic surgery done at some point. This is in the movie 13. She has plastic surgery done in the movie, and they call her a Frankenstein monster fuck or something along the lines of that. She's in this movie because this was back oh. in the 90s, but I guess she still, like, tried. Um, so apparently this, in my notes, uh, Conrad says, what is a pediatric gynecologist? Had to write that down. Don't know what that means. Google. <laughs> so we. How learned- can you hold on? Oh, Jesus Christ. How can you be quali- qualified? How can you be categorized as a baby, baby vagina checker? You can't. And the thing is, is that like literal babies. Pediatric is a vague umbrella under which children are checked out by one person for a various amount of like problems. Where did they touch you on the doll? Show you know, me. if you keep talking about this, I'm going to have to put a trigger warning at the beginning <laughs> of these podcasts. All right. So it's Nikki's birthday. He's having lunch with his brother, Conrad, played by Sean Penn. Sean Penn is a drug addict in this film. Nikki hates surprises, but Conrad is going to give him a surprise of his life. Sean Penn gives him a card with a number in it for an entertainment business. And he says it's a more life experience called The Game. And this is what the movie's about. Somebody who is, they're both rich kids, and one of them, it's his birthday, um, Michael Douglas. And Sean Penn, his brother, is like, I'm going to give you an experience of your lifetime, and it's for your birthday. This is your birthday present. You're going to play this game. And Michael Douglas is not about bullshit. This is strictly about, like, seriousness. He doesn't like surprises. He doesn't care about his birthday. But whatever. Sean Penn's so like. So is it, like, one of those things where <coughs> you hire someone to kidnap you in real life? You fucking wish. So... It's worse. It's, they haven't talked since their mother's funeral, which was a few years back. Nick, Nick is rich. They're both rich, from what I can tell, but I don't know what the fuck they do for a living. I just wrote very white, very rich. Mm. Okay. Obvious. So daddy money. So then they have, somebody has flashbacks of a man standing on a roof or whatever, and his father was 48 when their father died. And he's 48 today on his birthday. So he thinks he's going to die. Foreshadowing. His father committed, guess what? Guess what his father committed? Did you guess suicide? You were right. It's suicide. His father committed suicide. Oh, I was going to say murder. (laughs) Consumer Recreation Services. We meet James Rebhorn. I don't know who this is. I haven't seen this movie in months. Nick is a skeptic, stoic piece of shit. I wrote that as my notes. Jim... Fengold? Fengold? I don't know who the fuck that is. All right, so he decides that... Oh, I know who that is. He decides he's going to play the game. He's going to do it, okay? I wrote... For the weaker people in this audience... Who don't know this movie? Myself. Included in that. He just vaguely tells him that he's doing this game thing. 
Yeah, so he tells him, like, I have this present for you. And he's like, I don't really like surprises. And his brother's like, trust me, it's going to be an experience of a lifetime. And the reason he doesn't trust his brother is because Michael Douglas' character took on, you know, the more serious role in his life of being a businessman and making money like his father did. But the thing is, is that their father committed suicide prematurely young. So, you know, it's not like he's, yeah, it's not like he's headed down the right path or anything like that. Maybe for our, like, judgment of whatever the case is. But Sean Penn, his younger brother, is a wild child. He's a drug addict and he parties all the time and he does whatever he wants because they come from money. So it's not like he really has to worry about anything. But Michael Douglas is the more strict older brother, takes on the serious role in the family. Okay. And so Sean Penn's like, I'm going to give you this gift. And he's like, I don't want it really because I don't really want your bullshit. You don't really take anything seriously, so why would I want that from you? But Sean Penn's like, just trust me. It'll be an experience of a lifetime. You'll like it. So he decides to do it for the sake of, you know, his own reasoning. And what's the setup for it? Is it like you you mentioned he gives him a piece of paper? He gives him a a card, and he's like, call this person, and they'll tell you what the next step is. And it's very vague. He has no idea what's going to happen. Okay. Does he have a time frame that he has to do this in, or is it just like whenever? he's just like, call this number. Gotcha. It's it's. In quotations. One in hundred. Yeah, it's a mattress company. Selena and Bonds. They're suing each other. What? Anyway, <laughs> hold on. Will your dreams come true? That's t- eight seven 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 seven. Okay, so he he. Calls this agency. He goes there. He has to take a Scantron test, like the ones we have to take in school. Like the bubble ones? Yes. And then he has to take an ink block test, known as a Rorschach test. I probably What does this look wrong. like? Vagina. Or a butterfly. What does this look like? A butterfly. Vagina. And then he has... He has to take a physical, and then he has to take more psychological tests. And Does he have to take one of those stress tests where you're, like, on a fucking incline machine? Maybe. You got the tube down your mouth? Like, you might pass out, bitch. I mean, he's running on a treadmill out. probably at some... I'm making this up because I don't remember, but I'm sure I, that this I is I can't what wait until I'm fucking 50 and have to take for, fucking stress tests. For anybody who watched The Simpsons growing up, remember the episode where the X-Files like did a crossover with The Simpsons and Homer is like taking physical tests and he's so fat he can't run on the treadmill? That's what I imagine Michael Douglas is doing in this movie. Because again, it's been so long since I've seen him going off notes here. But yeah, that's a great episode of The Simpsons. Anyway. He gets impatient with how many tests he has to start taking and... They tell him it, this game is supposed to fill in his life whatever he's lacking and whatever the fuck that means, the biggest shit Physical activity. Right. And I feel like I wrote that the service is in the building that I think he works in because it's just, it cuts into scenes where it's like he's there taking the test and then he's at work, whatever. I don't know. What does That's he do for work? True. I don't fucking know. He makes money. He probably works in like investment. <laughs> Fucking no, he makes money. He's in a squatch <laughs> locker room later, and he hears squatch, 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 S Q U, squash, S C H, squatch. I don't know what that is. Squash. I, did I write this drunk? I don't know. Squash. He not hears squash. people talking not about the fucking watch company. The game. In, no, not squatch. Squatch. He hears people right. talking about the game, and you know he's curious, obviously, because he still doesn't understand exactly what his I brother is giving him. I thought rich people that are as good as him don't do this shit. This juvenile shit. 
He keeps having flashbacks of random shit. He doesn't Vietnam. Really, no, not Vietnam. Home movies, obviously, because <laughs> that's all his family was invested in. I don't know what CRS is. I think that's the place he works. Whatever, whatever. Sears. Bible talk, blah, blah, blah. I think, Jehovah's Witnesses? No, not Jehovah's Witnesses. Probably normal-ass Catholics. Whereas once I was blind, now I can see. That's a very important Bible quote that I've heard many times. Kali's explanation of the afraid? game is overheard. That's not a Bible quote. CRS is the com- I think CRS is the company that start- does the game. They're the ones who host this game that he's involved Sears. in. They call him and tell him his application has been rejected. Oh, bummer. Isn't rejection so hard for the male? Anyway. More right, likely so- to kill I wrote Why Fury and Rage for a reason. So he goes home after all this, after getting this information, and he gets to his front porch, and there's a body on the porch. Done, like done, a done. full body? No, because he goes up to it, and it's actually a clown doll with a key in its mouth. So basically what happened is they told him he was rejected, but he really wasn't. It's just a ploy. He's it's really, a lie. Yes, he started the game, by the way. Uh, because I didn't say this in the beginning of the podcast, I am drinking a nice white Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> Stephanie is drinking white claw. I am, I am drinking a nice white claw by the flavor of white claw. Ruby grapefruit. Okay. All right. But so now I have moved on to the Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. All right. So it's a clown with a key in its mouth. He's, you know, bewildered by this because when he pulls up and the headlights are on, it just looks like a dead body in front of his mansion. He has a mansion. So. Mm, rich people problems. He goes into the house. The Why t- does he not have ADT? What the hell is ADT? Bish, home security systems. <laughs> Why would you need that in the 90s? Because you're fucking rich. Yeah, but I'm sure he has gates to his house. Do you think house. he has a safe room? Do you think he has a horse? <laughs> he might. All people who have horses have safe rooms and guns. There's this girl I follow on Twitter. Oh my god. Who's got big titties? Twitter? She's got a horse. <laughs> I once house sat for a ranch. They had horses and every other animal in the fucking book. They didn't have guns to what I could see, but they did live in a really guns cute quadage. Or quadage. Quadage. Cottage. It's a quiet <laughs> cottage. I got a quaint quadage. Anyway, he thinks at some point that the TV is talking to him. I mean, TVs do talk to you. No, 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 but... Like Like some video drone shit? Yes, he thinks that the TV is telling him how to play the game because it starts talking to him specifically while he's sitting in his home. Step one. It gives him a customer service number to call... Number to call. And then he finds a camera in the clown doll that he took into the house, which is fucking weird. Was the camera shoved up its ass because the key was in its mouth? No, it was probably in its eye, which is the normal place to put a camera. In the 90s? All right. He's getting triggered by keys. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Keys. Anyway. Keys. He's acting very on edge at the airport. The man asks him for help in the bathroom for more toilet paper. He can't deal with all this shit. (laughs) I need... MD is, oh, Michael Douglas is too rich and good for this shit. I thought it meant medical doctor. I was going to say. Michael Douglas. He goes on a business trip and we still don't, I still don't know what he does for a living. Doesn't matter. It's the game international. I don't know. You'd have to ask the person who wrote this shit. I think he has something to do with shares. 
uh, because share? he goes he goes on an international multiple share. Yes, yeah, shares. <laughs> oh. So he can't get his suitcase open. I only wrote suit, but I'm pretty sure it's suitcase. He can't get. He can't use a zipper. He starts viciously beating the suitcase on a bench. Oh, TSA got into that shit. He went on a business trip to fire a client who he works with. Can't you do that over the phone? No, Stephanie. Just like, can't you break up with someone over text? Go fuck yourself if you, you ever have. Do you know how business works? Uh, do you know how business works? <laughs> Experiencing business people. <laughs> what that is the wrong business question to people? ask? In WPP, they don't, they gotta show, they wanna see your tears. So, if I don't see your pain, I don't think you care. And his company paid him. I'm sitting on a mattress, by the way. <laughs> Very professional. Okay. I've, lear- I've cracked the case. He works. He Coke? does. No. Okay. All the line says in my notes is publishing company for children books. Take that as you will. I think he works for other clients. Maybe he's a lawyer. In a- Wait, hold on. I said in Arrested <laughs> Development. In Fatal Attraction, he's not a lawyer. Maybe he is a lawyer. But Alex, um, hold on, hold the on. girl he, he sleeps he, with is a lawyer. Different movie. Go on. He's a lawyer and he works for a publishing house? No. For children I mean, books? He might just work for a publishing company. We cut to dinner. Okay, we're cutting to dinner. Cut, what's cut, the pub- cut, 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 cut. What's cut. the publishing house with the little penguin? Penguin books. I think. I don't know. So he goes to dinner. And this waitress is really rude to him, apparently, and he oh, gets I her you fired. Were say she's really hot. She, I mean, that she's. Oh, you know what? The first episode of our podcast. No, it doesn't feature. Yes, it does feature the same woman. I didn't even realize that. Oh, no Hold one's up. ever going to hear that. So. Hold up, <laughs> Deborah Kara Unger, who is in the Cr- movie who Crash. plays Christine. Yes, she plays Christine. I can't read IMDb. It's too bright. Oh, yeah. She's also in the movie that yes. we did for the first episode's podcast, but the mm-hmm. first episode's podcast was shit because we didn't know what we were doing. We still don't know what we're doing, but we're the trying audio. better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So Waitress is really it's rude to him, and he gets her fired because he's, like, done with her bullshit because she acts, like, too crazy or whatever. What was she doing? She was just, like, really short with him. Like, he was asking her questions, and she was really short with him, and he Hi, got pissed. Hi, I would really like a Caesar salad. So he gets her fired, and I said that she's the way, she's the woman from Thirteen, which I also referred to her. From was the she first like? Episode. He gets her fired. It's probably unreasonable because you know white men. Ha ha ha. Anyway, so Michael Douglas then gets a note at the restaurant, and he doesn't know who it's from or whatever. I don't even remember what it says. I should take better notes. But <laughs> man fell in straight is what I wrote. So her. The waitress and a homeless man are all in. That's what I wrote. <laughs> all oh, into what? No, sorry. All in an ambulance together. So something happened to a homeless man. Is, hold on. Is this pool ambulance? <laughs> they're, in a, they're in an ambulance together. The note says, I wrote what the note says. You ready? Oh, okay. The yeah. note says. Is this in quotations? You should fucking put that shit okay. in the note says, don't let her get away. Talking about the waitress. So Michael Douglas follows her or maybe in the, ambulance. In the ambulance. I don't know. Anyway, they show up at the hospital. It's a staged hospital. It's a staged hospital. So is this in a warehouse in Brooklyn? Like where the fuck? They have to oh, escape. Hold on. That's a very important question that I never asked you. What city does this movie take place in? Bitch, you think I know? 
they show skyline fucking pictures? Stephanie. Shots, not Stephanie. pictures. It's a moving image. <laughs> Bitch. I'm so bad with geography. Bitch. It's not even funny. This girl can be two blocks away from her house and she doesn't fucking know what direction. She thinks north is in front of her. I always thought that north was in front of your face because whenever everybody said north, they pointed past your face. So I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. It's just forward in front like of you, the north wherever star, your eyes point. The north star knows you in ways that you don't know yourself. <laughs> Hashtag Jesus. Okay, so they try to escape in an elevator because they realize that the hospital is staged. This doesn't look like a normal hospital. and he, I don't think that's the best way wait. of escaping. Wait, 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 wait. We need to get away from this place. Let's go up or down. They have a key to start up the escalator, mm. the elevator. And escalator elevator. And it's because he got it's it It's an the escalator condo. that moves sideways. So they get stuck, and then they realize they have to climb out of the shaft of the elevator. So he goes... He goes first because she has no panties on, and he doesn't want to be a perv and look at her full on puss because her she don't have I panties mean, at on. At this point in the movie, so he le- he accidentally leaves his briefcase behind. Do you know how? Oh, Do you know how far along in the movie we are at this point? Absolutely fucking not. So go. They end up in cars. How long is this movie? I don't know. And they trip. In this alarm. is info you need to fucking know. <laughs> I'll remember next time. Cool. So security starts chasing them and also a dog. Don't ask me what kind of breed of dog. I don't know. Uh, They jump. German Shepherd. They jump into a garbage barrel. Bin? (laughs) The big square ones you see outside of businesses. Trash bin? Yeah. The big ass ones. (laughs) The ones that trash trucks. They jump into and they escape. And then we find out her name is Christine. Hold up. So, we're in a fucking fake hospital. Yeah. And they, they have to escape. So, they go into the elevator because they think but it's a normal elevator. But why do they... Wait, wait, hold on. They think it's a normal elevator, but they can't move. Wait, the wait, buttons wait, no, won't work. But, so, that's but, why he pulls out the key from his pocket. But why do they decide that they have to escape? Because it's not a real hospital. Michael so, Douglas already knows that he's playing this game. He's caught on to the fact that things are not normal anymore. So, when they go to the hospital because a homeless man was like injured or whatever... They follow the ambulance because at this point they think that this is a real life thing that's happening. When they get to the hospital, he realizes that the hospital is fake. There's no room set up. There's no equipment. There's no people working there. So he's like, this is a staged hospital. So he is realizes. This like that? What's that movie where they make a fake college? Accepted with Justin Long, who once <laughs> I, I once saw in the city. No, he. This is not like Accepted, which is a comedy. <laughs> the bathroom has shit all over the place. Is that how he realizes You've it's a fake seen hospital? You've so many few movies that I just feel like you're always going to like compare the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Listen, if I can connect A to B, I will try my best, More even like if it connecting goes... connecting A to L. 8.81, 8.825. All right. So we hold on, hold on. I'm not done trying to make my point. You want yeah, I don't even think there is a point. you a point that I don't even remember, but sure. So, okay, he somehow decides or figures out that he needs to get the fuck out of there. Right, because remember, at this point, he's the only one who knows that this game was the situation his brother gave But him. what the fuck even is the game? Well, he doesn't know that. He just knows What's that the it's, point an exp- of the game? it's an experience that's going to change his it's life. Yeah, he's going to fucking come near death or some shit like that. 
That's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is the fact that they decide that they need to take this fucking elevator that's not working. They don't know it's not working before they, they fucking, get in it. They fucking zip line the shit down. They go, they crawl into a shaft and then they he jump into a garbage can. not some puss puss, which is fucking bullshit. That's very noble of him, I feel like. You don't want to sexually abuse your partner in crime in that moment. Dude, she can be fucking going down. He doesn't be like, oh, y'all, look, that vagina. <laughs> I've like, never experienced a moment in my I'm life so, where I, I feel I like never you've seen one vagina. Have you seen, I've never gone commando. I'm gonna, I'm gonna openly state that. I'm so, going commando right fucking now. I mean, but at the same time, it's like, have you ever climbed into an elevator shaft where your whole puss is being aired out to everyone? Listen, I already you, feel like she's in on it. You? If her puss is out, her like, name is Christine. What, what bitch? I mean, oh, unless you know what he does for a living at this point in the movie. He's an investment banker. Yay. Oh, he doesn't write children's books. No. Good to know. But the point that I'm not Wait trying to make. When he also explains that he's an investment, ga- uh, investment gamer. Gamer. Investment <laughs> banker to Christine, the woman he's now hanging out with. He mansplains to her what an investment banker is. I mean, if her post hanging out, maybe she needs some explaining. Um, that's very harsh because I don't feel like all sex workers don't know what that is. Sex workers, she's a waitress. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably just trying to get a nice tip. She's like, this man, tip, tip, this man. Investment bakers are people too. (laughs) I thought I was going out on a nice day. I was just trying to help a homeless man. Get some fucking she culture points. Get, she was trying to get her good credit. Listen, let's, let's move I was on. trying to get into Haven. All right, so they go to his office where he but has... I'm still not at my point. He has a shower. How the fuck do these people and this fucking doggo catch up to these people? Who's the dog? You said there was a dog chasing them at the hospital. Right, 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 right. right. They had to get away. And ruff, so, ruff, like, ruff, 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 So, Ruby Rue. So, um... <laughs> Yes, he has to get away. I don't know who the people are who's chasing him. They don't know at this point. In the movie if there's either. a dog involved, they're already dead. All right. So he, they go to his office. There's a shower in his office. And she takes off her top to take a shower. Because if the shower is there, it's probably Does she work at a spa? No, he's obviously like fucking random people where he's showering at his office. I don't know. She's wearing. <laughs> I just fucked you. You need to wash your vagina. She's wearing a red bra. Wow, but no panties. So, at least... No. Oh, hold on. Hold the fuck on. If you're gonna fucking wear a red bra, you need to have a matching set. You need to have red fucking panties. Listen, the modern-day woman doesn't have time to match her bra and her panties, okay? We get up and go to work. Uh, with what do you think Fentix is for? Every weekend. I don't give a fuck, because I'll shop anywhere, and I still want a matching panties and bra. Anyway. Right. If you're trying to get a fucking God. investment banker into your fucking pocket... You need to have matching she's not fucking panties. trying to get him in his pocket. So she, she admits, obviously is if she's trying to go to a fucking got, hospital reason, to save a homeless person. The reason she got fired is because she spilled drinks on him. But she admits to him at this point in the movie that she was paid to spill drinks on him. Then why do you think she's still hanging out with him? Boom. <sighs> he left his Amex Boom. At, at the Hotel Nico. I don't know what that means. Boom! The hotel. Oh, they, they show up to his hotel and they say, welcome back. He's oh, never you been- know he's rich because he's got an Amex. If they show an Amex in a 90s movie, that means he's got money. 
He shows up to this hotel, Nico, and they're like, welcome back. And he's like, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Because he's never been to that hotel before. Por qué? He had a hotel key all along, though. So it's like, what the fuck? Where did he get this key? Because I thought he had Was a Was it code. up his ass the whole time? No. Does he not know he has a fucking he hotel key? He goes to the hotel room, and it's all fucked up. And there's porn playing on in the background of the TV. And the briefcase that he had earlier that he was beating to death. Is it like Kim Kardashian's a, sex tape? Like a wife is on the table. And there's drugs everywhere in the room. And Cocaine? He doesn't, yes, cocaine. He doesn't, he doesn't do drugs. So he's like, what the fuck? So the hotel room's fucked up, porn in the background, whatever. He got blood in the cocaine, and the toilet starts to flood blood. That's a fun tongue coaster. The toilet, the toilet starts to flood blood. So the pijish kurva? Stop speaking Polish. It's a... Uh... So he's like, this isn't right. I've never been here. What the fuck? So they get into a car, and they leave. And he thinks he's being <laughs> followed. You can't just, you can't just throw all that shit at me and expect me to be like, uh huh, yeah, totally. You're telling me, okay, so fucking the script is literally he randomly finds a hotel key in his pocket. So I don't know if the hotel key that he the key that he had in his pocket that used to 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 work the hotel remember because he got into the hotel and he needed a key to operate it and then then they decided they're gonna how did they the find chef. their way into the hotel I don't know he just knows where he's staying because this is when he came off the business he trip. doesn't know that he has a hotel key. But he knows he's staying. You there. know, at this point in drinking three glasses of wine, the drink, the reading is getting the drink. Real hard. The drink. The dreading is the getting really hard. The reading. Okay, so the he reading finds is getting real a hard. key. I'm just going to assume he finds a key. They're like, oh shit, we have to go to this hotel because I have a key for this hotel. They get to the hotel. Fucking. It's a mess. It has porn in the background. It's got drugs everywhere. So he realizes he's being framed for something. I don't know what. Okay, this is why you need to carry Lysol with you at all times. In a little spritz. I don't think Michael Douglas is attractive enough for me to be like, sure, I'll go on this adventure with you. Listen, if he is an investment banker he got money. and you're a waitress who took her panties off when she got fired. Girl, she didn't wear panties. She wanted a, she wanted a Sahara Dry down there for her shift. Dude, it, I mean, I'm sorry, but I... Did bitches in the 90s not have thighs? Like, I cannot wear... Your underwear is going to separate your thighs, though. You need thigh That's gel. why you need spanks. <laughs> no, that's why you need deodorant to rub all up and down those... No, no, no. Those moves. That shit I mean, wears off buttery in like an thighs. hour. You need spanks. If you're a big girl with an ass, you need spanks. Creams, girl. Talk you about need me cream. to pat you on the back? No, I'm okay. Okay. So back to the story. <laughs> They get in a car and they leave thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you need me to read for you? No, they get in a car no. and they leave thinking he's being followed. He confronts his gut following gut? him. It, yeah, he believes in his heart that he's being followed. And he has a photo. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> they, co- they confront the guy that's following him and he has a photo of. Michael Douglas. So he knows that Mike, that he knows in himself so that. So wait, uh, when did someone start following them? 
After the hotel. After the hotel, they get in so the car. from here, guys. And woman is like, like what? Woman is like, okay. Uh, Christine? Christine. She's like, okay. we're being followed. So he's like, okay. So he, they stopped to the side of the road. And the guy who's following them, he has a, a photo of Michael Douglas. So Michael Douglas knows that he's being followed. They confront him, okay? Pulls out his... They pull out the gun that the guy has, and they shoot him. And he's a PI. And he admits that someone hired him to follow them. So they went to the hotel to dude he was firing. What? What? <laughs> Hold up, hold up. Okay, so there's a random guy following them. They somehow figure out that he's following they, them. They I think they tie him. him up and they confront him and they throw snuff at the guy. You can obviously tell who's more drunk In right front now. of his family. Hmm? I'm so confused. Dude's, dude's You're the, the one that watched dude's, the movie. Dude's on the sediment, not following him. Sediment? Settlement. Settlement. Okay. Michael Douglas looks crazy. He asked, Michael Douglas at some point later the next day, I think he asked his lawyer to look into CRS, which is the business that, ha- that holds these like birthday party entertainment experiences. The game things? Yeah. So the guy who they confront with the gun, he admits that someone hired him to follow Michael Douglas, Nikki, and Christine. Wait, hold up. So the guy that was following them also has a gun? Yeah, of course. He's like a PI or whatever. So they go to his hotel room. In the and, same hotel? Yes. They throw snuff at the guy in the hotel room in front of his family. Dude signs the settlement <laughs> not following him. Michael Douglas looks crazy. The PI guy brought his family along <laughs> for his private I investigation? Know. I don't know. I wrote that for some reason. So I already said this, but Michael Douglas asked his lawyer to look into CRS, the company that hosts the game. He goes into his briefcase and pulls out a handle. He gives his lawyer the waiver, and it's a blank piece of paper. So now he's like going fucking crazy because before it wasn't a blank piece of paper. He goes home, and the electricity is turned off in his like million-dollar mansion. He takes out a gun and investigates the home, and it's turned into what looks like an indoor skate park, comma, slash, rave. It looks like a rave house. Some Tony Hawk shit? Sure. He says, like my father before me, I chose eternal sleep. So some red... Suicide? The red pill, blue pill starts playing. You know, the one... Matrix? It's the one that has to do with Alice in Wonderland. It's a 60s song. It's really good. Listen to it if you've never heard it. It's a good song. It, I wrote in my notes that is a great song. So Sean Penn shows up, shows up, and he bangs on the door. And they get into a car and they find a bug. Somebody's listening into their conversations. Dun dun dun. So his brother is also being terrorized by this company that hosts the game. Then we hear like a boom, and they're like, "Is it a flat tire or a gunshot?" And two rich dudes don't know how to change the tire. They don't know how to change the tire. They're like, what the fuck was that? They're like, I don't know. They're like, oh, was it a tire or a gunshot? I don't know. Can we change the tire? No. So. Uh, what? Okay. What for for anyone who has ever gotten a flat tire. Nummy. While you're driving. Nummy. Uh, you know that you have a flat tire. Nummy. 
You can feel that you got a flat tire. No, me. How can you confuse a gunshot? Um, that's ridiculous. Have you heard fireworks? They sound like gunshots. Yes, I have. They fucking shoot fireworks in front of my fucking house. Hashtag love living in fucking Brooklyn. All right, so they don't know how to change a tire. Whatever. The glove compartment, they open it. If You're not a man if you don't know how to change a tire. That's sexist. So keys fall out of the glove compartment, like a million of them. Daddy issues, because obviously daddy issues. So because keys, I guess he's walking down the street. Every payphone is ringing, phone recording of flight they just had. So like he was on a flight and somebody recorded his like voice recording. He gets into a cab driven by a beggar that he saw earlier in the movie. And he was is like, it the what? same homeless man he took to the hospital. I don't. No, so the driver's driving crazy, and then all of a sudden he jumps, jumps out of the cab, and he runs into the water. Driver? And Michael Douglas is in the hold back. On, on. The driver yes. jumps out of his own cab, yes. and the the car runs into water. But Michael Douglas gets out somehow, and then the next day, him and the lawyer call the police and bring them to the CRS office, which hosts the game, but no one's there. The space is empty, and they're like, what the fuck? It's gutted. There's nothing there. There's no record of this company whatsoever. He gets the address for Christine's house because he wants to talk to her because it's like nobody's there at the office the night before he finds so Christine, the waitress. the fucking unemployed waitress. And it's like, at this point, are they gonna fuck? Okay, so... Um, he burns his hand on a lamp and he tries to run it under water, but there's no water. There's no water. Hold up. No water. No agua. Where? No agua. No water. Nima vode curva. She said no water in Polish. So, wait, I'm confused. And then wait, he's at Christine's house. No, no, no. I'm confused. I'm confused. What do you mean there's no... How the fuck did he burn his hand on a lamp? He's just like, oh, look at the light. No, he tries, oh. to, tries to turn on the lamp. Bad. So then he tries to turn explodes? the faucet on. No water. So he goes into the fridge. There's no food. So he's like, this bitch is in real, real, real crack den vibe of this <laughs> Don't house. eat no food. She's no real. So everything in the house is staged, and she whispers to him, they are game over, bitch. He, she whispers to him, "They are washing." So they're washing yes. the dishes. So no, not washing, watching. So they're CRS comes and starts shooting up the place. CRS is the company that hosts the game, and he pew, doesn't. Pew, pew. He doesn't trust Christine, but and he kicks her out of the car. But he comes back because he loves her. <laughs> really, it's he because she knows her out the of the car. He's just like. Oh. So he thinks that. He finds out that she's an employee of CRS. Connie was in it all along. Who's Connie? Oh, Conrad. That's who Connie is. Connie is Conrad. So that's his brother. CRS took all the money, even in his foreign account. Foreign account. So he has no money. And she says, my name is not Christine. Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? So the lawyer calls back and says that all his, all his funds are there. And he's like, they're not there. I just checked them. But Nega Christine, not Christine, says he's in on it, the lawyer, and not Christine roofies him, and he, like, passes out. And he wakes up in a crypt. Do you all know what a crypt is? It's a graveyard. So 
he thinks he's in what Mexico and he's looking for the American embassy. He's walking around he Mexico. What? He walks around Mexico. He's like, where's the American not embassy? Not only did you not know what city this is taking place in, they're all of a sudden in fucking Mexico. He shows up in immigration and they're like, what are you, you going to give me if I'm going to let you over the borders because you say who you are, but you got no proof who you are. And he's like, I got this watch. And they're like, okay. Okay. Yo, this so, Rolex fixes all problems, bitch. This was a watch his mom gave him on his 18th birthday, so it was real hard. Oh, so sentimental. Mm, got a pawn shop. It was that his shit. dad's. It was his dad's. Mm. So he's like all sad. Walks into a diner and asks for a ride for $18. That's cheap for now. So his mansion. $18 to where? To wherever he wants. Where? His mansion, wherever he wants. His mansion is. Being- From Mexico to New York? That's cheap as fuck. Anyway, um, you said anywhere. Could be Chicago. His mansion is being That's flipped. so far, bitch. His mansion is being flipped. Not as far as New York. That's so far. Not as far as New York. Um, Can you take me to Ontario? New York. Oh. I said hey. New York. His mansion's being foreclosed on and it's going to be auctioned. What? What? Because he hasn't been around. He hasn't been around. How long? How long is this happening in the movie? He is takes, this like six months? He takes his fucking mansion is getting foreclosed. He takes this this rich bitch doesn't have auto pay. He takes to kill a mockingbird with him for some reason. He takes the book out of his library and he's like, I yes. need this. He goes yes. to a hotel looking for his brother, Conrad, Connie, a.k.a. Sean Penn. Connie had a breakdown and is now in a hospital. So he goes to his ex-wife to take her car. He's all paranoid and shit. Dude who gives him tests is on TV. So the guy who gave him a test at CRS initially, when he, the beginning of the movie, now he sees him on TV and he's like, what the fuck? So he goes to a Chinese restaurant. That character actor mentioned in the beginning of the film, I don't know who, finds out he's an actor and tracks him down at the zoo. He says he was hired at CRS. So all these people are hired by CRS, the business that hosts the game. Crazy, right? Side note, mm-hmm. incredibly depressing zoo. Animals look sad. So <laughs> they're dead. There's only one white tiger. So he's only an actor one. and he drives a Pontiac. So he walks into a cafeteria with every person oh, oh, he has come in contact with. Did you with. legit write that down? Yes. He drives a Pontiac? Yeah. Because even someone who doesn't know cars, I know Pontiac's crazy. So uh, Pontiac doesn't exist anymore. He walks into a cafeteria and every person he's come in contact with is in the film. Like everybody. everybody. Is it a lineup? Everybody. They got the fucking high chart They're in the all back? actors. Crazy. Dun, dun, dun. So the killer act, character actor, he takes not Christine, because her name isn't really Christine, to the roof. And he's asking her questions because he's infuriated at this point. To the roof. And she tells him to put the gun down, saying it's fake. It's fake. Where, and that where, it's not, who that has is a gun? not fake. He's like, where it's did not the gun fake. come from? Don't know. What she, gun? She tells him there's a party on the other what side. What party? Of the other place. And there's that, a gun. There's a party. And that it's a party for him. And if he just puts the gun down, he'll be able to enjoy the party. Because, like, who doesn't like parties? So It's like admission ticket, one He gun. doesn't believe her. And he shoots the gun. And then the door opens. And it kills his brother by accident. He shot Conrad. Wait, the elevator door kills his brother or the gun the kills gun his brother? Kills his brother. Why the Michael fuck Douglas, was he aiming Nikki, at his brother? Walks to the edge and he falls. He jumps off the roof, okay? He crashes through a ceiling and 
to his own party and is saved by an inflatable balloon of some sort. Wow. Inflatable balloon? What an entrance. Yeah. He falls through the glass ceiling and he falls on a balloon. And then we find out his brother is not dead. Woo, woo, woo. His brother is not dead. Conrad is not dead. He says, I was drugged and left for dead in Mexico and all I got was this t-shirt. It's the present that Con... Okay, so Conrad, his brother... Wait, uh, uh, is this serious? A, yes, gives him a t-shirt that says... I played I the game drugged, the end. I left for dead in Mexico and all I got with this t-shirt. He did all this because he was becoming such an asshole. Everyone claps. Woo, woo, woo. So... Hold on, they're, Nikki was becoming an asshole? Yes, they're all congratulating him on a great game. What a great game. Not Christine is really named Claire. So <laughs> she's going to another game in Australia because this is her job, apparently. I wish I had this job. So is he it asked, her job to not wear panties? Yeah, that's part of the job, bitch. So you got to be blonde, a waitress, and not go commando all the time. So... Nikki asks her on a date when she gets back to town from Australia, and she asks him if he wants to have coffee with her at the airport, and the end. Ha, 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 ha. Get fuck? it? Because she drugged him with coffee earlier, and it's the song with the White Rabbit song. And that's the movie. So what did you understand from that? Absolutely fucking nothing. It's a movie. Listen. It's a movie? I got that it's a movie. No, no, no. No, wait. It's a movie about... Classes. Nothing. It's a movie about classes because in the end, the waitress had the upper hand all along. And you think, oh, she's a stupid waitress. She's not going to get anything out of life. But she had the upper hand all along. Nikki had nothing. He went into this game blind and he needed it. It opened his eyes. Life isn't about money, okay? Yeah, life is about not wearing panties, apparently, and, and wearing a wine. red bra. Whoops. Oops, boopsie. So, would this be a movie you would watch on your own? Possibly. I mean, really, it's just about this guy who enters this game that his brother is like, oh, trust me, you'll love it. But it's not even entering a game. It's being forced into something that you don't give a shit about. But It's like getting a gift for someone who doesn't want it. When you have money, do you really give a shit about anything anymore? Or are you just like, you know, I don't know what that feels like because I don't have money. Fine, that's understandable, but for these two people who have had money all their whole life, their mother and father are both dead. They don't really have a family relationship because they grew up around, you know, money. They didn't really need to. And they they're both very opposite because of the trauma. I'm really reading into this film too much. It's just a fucking thriller about taking chances that you normally wouldn't. But it's not even about taking choices that you normally wouldn't. You get fucking thrown into a situation that you don't want to be in because your stupid younger brother is a fucking dick. He's a total fucking Brad. Let me tell who you just something wants about to that fuck second with you. child. That second child don't give a shit. Second child, know. first child don't give a shit. No, the second child don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck. When first it comes- child don't want nothing to do with you. Well, maybe that's Michael Douglas in this case, but... Listen, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't what I expected. I expect I expected many more thrills, and I didn't get that from this film. You know, watch it. It's a good psychological thriller, especially for the 90s compared to other Michael Douglas films like Basic Instinct or Fatal Attraction. But it's, it's, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't the best, I thought. But, you know, it's... You have to really like watch it yourself to understand what the fuck is going on because there's so much involved in it. 
I mean, it, it seems like there's a lot, there's a lot of plot holes, seemingly, just from what you said. I mean, like, how, how, dude, it's definitely not I'm, people I'm fucking sorry, straight because up, of car I don't know if you've ever had a fucking dog chase you, but there are very few situations where you can get away from a fucking dog chasing you. I mean, doors probably stop. I've never had a dog chase me. I've also never had money. So, you know, for a lot of things in this movie, I feel like an outsider. But whatever. I mean, you can get a dog if you don't have money. (laughs) True. So if you could explain this movie in one sentence, or two at the most. A birthday surprise gone wrong. Hmm. At least for the person at hand, because obviously, like, he wasn't expecting this. So what? What's the point of the game at the end? The point of the game is family. It's about trusting your family. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like getting fucked over by your family in the end. And I swear to God, I don't have an obsession with the actress who has been in both films that I've now done on a podcast. But she just happens to be in a lot of crazy ass fucking movies from the nineties. 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 I would think that the game is a good movie to watch. It's just very... One out of ten. Five. I'd give it a five. I think, like, you should definitely watch it if you like uh, psychological thrillers. It's a good movie. I didn't do justice in explaining it because I don't remember it. And also I'm drunk reading off notes that are not in complete sentences. (laughs) But anybody else who... Broken English. Yeah. Well, broken English, I guess, is the best way to explain it. Anybody else who's in, invested in um, thrillers, this was a good film, so I I recommend it. From listening to it, not watching it, I would probably give it the same rating. Cool. Glad we both came to an understanding. I mean, it's hard to understand without watching it, but from rating it from an explanation, I would say it's decent. And decent in my book is five. Also, I'd say I'm like a seven out of ten drunk right now. Explaining this movie is exceptionally what? hard. I feel like we need to clarify on a drunk scale what one to ten is. One, okay, a seven is I um, decided to text. No, I guess a five. I decided to text my ex. Yeah, a five would be I decided to text my ex. A seven would be I went over his house. A five? Really? What do you think the scale should be? I feel like a five is probably like... I went over his house? No. I feel like that's an eight. Well, I'm at a seven. I, I, I feel like a f- I'm drunk, but I know I'm drunk. I'm with my girls, but I'm And I should leave drunk. the party, yeah. but I'm not going to. A seven is like I'm thinking about texting my ex, but I still know better. But that one point is already, I'm already fucking texting my ex or my fuck boy or whoever the fuck you're still thinking about, but you know you shouldn't be thinking about. I have like Vietnam flashbacks of this now. So I say I'm at a, a seven teetering on the eight line, and mm. I think like I'm already at my ex's house. I shouldn't be here drunk. No, I feel like like an eight and a half as I'm at my ex's house. And we're doing the dirt. Yeah. I feel like a six and a half is like I'm drunk and I'm thinking about doing a drive-by. What the fuck is a four then? A four? Is I'm making a mess of myself at this party and I'm talking about my ex? 
A four is I'm thinking about it, but I'm not saying it out loud. Okay. But you know you're going to say it out loud because you're thinking it. A five and a half is I'm bringing him up. Okay. All right. I got you there. So I'd say I'm at a seven. Strong seven. Okay. And the room is spinning a bit. Um, I would categorize that more as an 8.25. Wow. We're doing eight and quarters? Okay, bitch. With the mathematics. Yeah. Well, I haven't made any bad decisions yet other than fucking telling you the story of this movie that makes no sense. Well, I mean, I think that's a decent end to the night. All right. Well, I mean, that's the game. Hope you enjoyed it if you've never seen it. Hope I didn't ruin it for you if you've never seen it. I make no sense literally at all, even in my sober notes compared to my retelling and drunk thoughts. But Which are still pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you have a good night. Just like we are about to. Bye-bye. Goodbye.